This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I got to say. All right, so welcome to episode number 67 of the Authentic Entrepreneurs. As you can see, my friend Nick Foley is not sitting in his chair. He's sitting in another chair in his office up in uh, beautiful Belleville. And this song right. is so far away from me. I know, exactly. It's actually a fitting song. Good yeah, that's why I picked it. Wait. There you go. Dire Straits, man. Far away from Nick. You're so far away from me. Wait, one more time. I just can't see. I can't see it, though, because you're actually right beside me. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, buddy. How uh, how was your New Year? How was your holiday? Good. We covered this in the last couple episodes, but um, it was it was good. Uh, but one of the things about it actually is interesting is I had was I said Happy New Year to someone the other day, and just uh, for for absolute uh, transparency, we're recording this on uh, January twenty second, two thousand and twenty. So, um, someone said I said it was like three days ago. I said Happy New Year. I said you can't say that anymore. <laughs> And I said, why not? She goes, after the first week, you can't say it. And I said, I think you can say it all January. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think January is a, is a new year. It's a new month. I right. mean, I, I, I say it. I just said it today. I sent a text out to a colleague from Nova Scotia that I haven't talked to in probably a month and a half. And I said, hey, happy new year. Hope you had a great holiday. So it's January 22nd. Yeah, so feel free to say happy new year as long as you want. And which is actually something we might talk about today is what is a new year. Yeah, what the new year looks like for for you? What does the new year look like for you? Let's get into it, buddy. Well, actually, before we do that, two two quick housekeeping things. Uh, If you're looking at me right now online, if you're watching, I'm wearing our new Authentic Entrepreneur sweatshirt. Can you see that, Nick? And Uh, if I I fade over to your chair where you are sitting, which Mikey's now doing, you'll see there is an Authentic Entrepreneur sweatshirt for you sitting in your chair waiting for you. Amazing. I, I can see it, but Mikey's got a Tim Hortons cup. We're sponsored by Tim Hortons today, and it's right in the middle of my view. And I see, oh, that's cool. Nice and black. I like it. Yeah. Black well, you, you, said, you said you like black ones, so I got... It's on brand. And I got my red and black. It's kind of our colors. Love it. So it's kind of cool. Um, which is actually interesting because I do like red a lot, as you know. Like I've got my, my red watch band and my red iPhone, and um, I, I like red. Uh, you like you wear a lot of black, so it's kind of like our, it's kind of like our, our, our colors, red and black. Yeah, makes sense. I'm drinking a red uh, drink right now. I'm on a juice cleanse. And you got a black cup there, epic cup, I see. Yeah. And the other piece of housekeeping is last episode, episode 66, I believe, Mikey, is that true? 66. Um, We had Annie Meehan Meehan on um, talking about kind of like setting your year up for success, and there were some nuggets in there. But I actually have one of Annie's books she sent to me, uh, Be the Exception. You see that, Mikey? Be the Exception by Annie Meehan, and we're actually going to give it away. So if anyone is interested, after listening to Annie's uh, great blog, if not, go back, 66, listen to it, um, and then send us a, a DM either on Instagram at The Authentic Entrepreneurs, or you can send myself uh, an email at stu, S-T-U, at YLCC.com, or you can send a note to Nick, whoever. Um, and then the next episode, uh, or actually we'll do it in a couple episodes, we'll let you know who... Uh, We'll run this contest for two. We'll let you know who won the the Annie Meehan book, and it's actually uh, autographed by her too. All right, uh, so that's, that's a nice, nice gesture of Annie. She was a, she was a fun guest. Yeah, so she sent this to me, um, and so we're going to give it away. 
should, I sent me a couple books, so we're going to give this one away. Seven Steps Transformation Transformation Be the Exception. It's actually the Benjamin Franklin Award for uh, Independent Publishing. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, nice gesture. Yeah. So, so uh, let's get into it. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's welcome to uh, our episode and let's talk about uh, how the year's gone for uh, both of us so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to ask you the same question. I'll ask you first, Stu, because I, I know you have a really unique take on how um, how you start the new year. Mm-hmm. Most of us started on January 1st, and you, you, you have, you know, it's obviously a play on your name, but uh, tell us, walk us through as a, a audience members, walk us through uh, how you start the new year and, and then how your new year has started so far. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Um, I've long said for a long time that I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions in that we put so much weight on... December 31st, January 1st, being this large 24-hour period transformation. And I think that's really a negative uh, a negative start to a year. And I say that, let me just clarify. I say that, and for all of our listeners who are out there, and, and by the way, thanks for listening to our, our show. Um, you know, we appreciate it. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And please share um, the, the, uh, the podcast with others so we can build our, our audience and build our community up. But... I've always said that the problem with January 1st, for me anyway, when I was younger, I haven't, you know, maybe you two when you were younger, I know we've changed a lot, but was the, the 31st was a party, right? It was a, it was a New Year's Eve party. You would be up late. You would probably had a few too many beverages. Um, you know, you probably ate horribly or ate too much or whatever else. And you come home and you wake up at, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, noon, one in the afternoon. And you're like, God, I got to start my day. I start my new year. Those resolutions, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to be healthier, I'm going to not smoke, I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to ride my bike, I'm going to do whatever it is. And you're starting off like tethered behind the start line. Right? You're tethered. So you're like, you're running, and you have one of those bungee cords, and you're just trying to, but that keeps like, you just start off on the wrong, on the wrong foot, on the wrong note. And so a few years ago, I'm, I don't know, probably a decade ago, I decided I wasn't going to celebrate New Year's on New Year's Day. And I would create my own New Year. Um, and I call it Stew Year, so I call it Happy Stew Year. And if you follow me on Instagram, at YLCC Stew, you'll see that I talk about that a lot. So I chose, I was in Costa Rica over the holidays, and so I knew I wouldn't get back until the 3rd of January. And so I knew I'd have fun in Costa Rica, I knew I'd be celebrating my family. Uh, And so I decided that I would um, start the Monday the 6th of January, is when I started my new year. And I actually had my own countdown. I actually had my own New Year's Eve. And the New Year's Eve for my New Year, I went to bed at 9.30 at night, right? Because I wanted to start my New Year on the right foot. So on January 6th, the Monday, I woke up at you know, 4.50, which I get up in the morning at 4.50. My wife thinks I'm crazy. Um, and I had my New Year started off right. And so that's what I did. So I've always believed that, A, for me, I start in January, but I start on the day that makes the most sense. Usually the Monday after the New Year's when I kind of start. That's kind of my, my rule of thumb, um, unless it's a you know a, a few days after. But I but I also believe in the same respect that you can start your New Year whenever the hell you want to start your New Year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just, you know, and it's interesting, just a, um, just a quick question for you. How, how are you finding, you know, the start to the New Year? Because here's the thing, when, when people start, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or, or you know, any kind of business that you're running or in, you know, oftentimes people have these great grandiosis, like, okay, I am going to have a great start to the new year. Things are going to go well. And like you said, you get, sometimes you take part in too many parties or libations, things like that. And it doesn't get off to a great start. Um, and so one of the things you and I talked about off camera we, we, today was, was, you know what, like your new year can start any day of the week, anytime, any day. I mean, like if you're a weekend and it's not going well, you still have 
you know, 51 other weeks to make it go yeah. well. And so where, where are you at now? I mean, Stu years uh, started on January 6th. Now, how are you feeling now? Like, I mean, I, I made an observation today about you is like you seem very, very consistent yeah. with your approach. Yeah, I think it was, I had, you have to go into your New Year's as, or into your business as an entrepreneur or as your, your project you're starting or as your social movement, whatever it is, you've got to go in with, with 100% buy-in first and foremost from yourself. Yeah. Right? So if you're going to launch a new business as an entrepreneur, you've got to buy into that new business. You have to think it's the best business, the best cause, the best service, the best product, the best whatever. And the same thing with your new year. You've got to buy into that day that you decide your new year 100%. So you have to say, like, what are the five, four, three, two, ten things you're going to do consistently? Because that's one of the things I've really been pre- preaching in all of my posts, if you follow me. I'm actually putting these things online to not, and, and know this, I got actually an email or, or a DM, I guess, no emails anymore. But I got a DM from someone off my social media that says, nobody gives a shit that you're working out every day. Right? And I don't know who this person was. No idea. Nobody, it was, no one gives a shit that you're working every day. I was, actually was. No one gives a shit. It was just no one gives a shit. That's what it was. And so um, and my thought to that was, you're probably right. Most people don't give a shit that I'm working out. I'm not. I am training for a, for a reason. But I do that online to hold myself accountable. Yeah. Right? So I've done that. That was part of my, my new year was to hold myself accountable so that, you know, if you notice it or if, you know, someone else notices, hey, I, I, see you're, I see you're still buying into or your own beliefs, your own goals. So that's why I do it. So it's gone really well. My year's gone really well. And part of that, I believe, is by posting daily. Uh, I post three things every day. I do a daily journal question. I post my 5 a.m. desk, um, what I'm working on, and I post my workout every day. Yeah, and it's I mean, I, me. what I well for sure has, and what I've noticed is the consistency with it. Um, you know, and and your the people that you're doing it for is like you said yourself first and foremost, but also your, your community, people who matter, who you know love the stuff that you're doing and and, and want to you know want to do good by themselves as well are noticing, right? And you're going to have that. I mean, I got I got a DM the other day that said nobody cares about 20k sock day, but didn't even say it like that. They said it way ruder, right? You know what I mean? But yeah. that's, that's the internet. I mean, it, you put things out there and you make yourself vulnerable. There are going to be, you know, trolls, as they say, that are going to come out and say these odd things here and there. But I mean, I think, you, you know, I like the, that you're off to a great start. I feel, I feel like I'm on to a, uh, a great start as well. And, and, and just trying to stay as consistent as I possibly can. And, um, but I w- want to circle back to what you said, when you're starting a business, you know, I think where entrepreneurs have a difficult time is when they start a business and they want to be all things to all people. You know, and I'm reading this great book right now from zero to zero to uh, one by Peter Thiel, and he mentions about you know about Steve Jobs and and what, one time that he mentioned one thing that we mentioned was when he came back to Apple, they had so many different things that were going on that that Jobs felt was very very interesting, loved it, thought the technology was great and innovative and things like that but cut so many things because he said he had a clear, clear vision to what Apple was, mm-hmm. was going to be. And then and even, even most recently with uh, Mark Zuckerberg, not most recently, but in 2006, uh, they, were, they were looking to get, or no, they, they were approached by Yahoo for a billion dollars. I think I mentioned this to you, for a billion dollars to, to be sold, Facebook to Yahoo for a billion dollars. Mark Zuckerberg walked into the boardroom that Peter Thiel was a part of and, uh, and said, this is going to be a quick meeting. We're obviously not going to do it. Yeah. A billion dollars, but he had a clear vision. He's like, we're not there yet, and Yahoo doesn't see the, the vision. And I think that just what you're saying, a really good point is with entrepreneurs, it is so important for all of us to have that clear 
and concise vision. The Authentic Entrepreneurs are brought to you by Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there, listen to how they feel about it. My brain and my heart are so full. It has soul. And I think this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect. You know that you're just around like the most amazing humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great dis discussion. One might say, this is epic. That is just a sampling of what people thought about the Epic community. So do yourself a favor. Go to theepiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I, so I want to ask, like, you know, you got a lot of things going on. What are, uh, what, how, how clear are you on your, uh, on your goals for, for this year starting, you know, starting for, for 2020? Best thing I ever did, Nick, was I learned that you have to um, start with the end in mind. Um, so I know exactly where I want to be on January 6th, for instance, of next year. So one year, whatever I decide that one year is. But uh, I know where I want to be physically, financially, and uh, with my family. So that, that's that gone well. And that that's, you know, I, I think, um, sometimes people throw, and there, there, is, there is good, there is not good, but there is some value in, in, in throwing out something quickly and trying it and, and seeing if it works. There are quick things you can do. Um, but I also think there's also some real relevance. And if you don't get excited, if you don't get a hell yeah, what you're doing is right, you shouldn't do it. So I, I think I I'm, 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 I'm on my, I got a hell yeah, what I want to do this year. And this year, is as you, as you know, if you're in Ontario and your education, like we are both in that market, it's a tough time right now. Yeah. But I'm sticking to it. Yeah. But I mean, that's the one thing that you're saying, though. And it's, it's interesting. What I'm hearing is, yeah, it's a tough market in here in Ontario right now. And, Luckily, you know, for both of us, where our brands are, you know, national and global type thing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough to stick to it when you get a lot of, you know, uncertainty in in the market, right? And and I mean, as entrepreneurs, it's one of those things where. But it's interesting because my question that I always ask for myself is, you know, sometimes, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, perseverance and persistence and showing up and having consistency. And I and I'm all for that. But there are some times where you need to kind of cut bait, you know, yeah, and. Yeah. Pivot, yeah, and just be like, you know what, this isn't working. I've got to go in a certain direction. And I guess for for me is, you know, I, another question that I have for you is, what is like, what are some of your your greats? Like, what are some things that are like that you do really well in this kind of, you know, when we're faced with this kind of adversity? What what, what would you like pride yourself on as far as doing well? And then on the flip side to that, you know, let's be transparent and authentic with our listeners. What are some things you don't do so well when it comes to you know, entrepreneurship? I think what I've learned over thirty years um, in entrepreneurship is that. You need if things are going well and you keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and none of it's sticking. You know what I mean? Um, that reference, that, that metaphor. Um, yep. I, I think it, you have to be able to to a uh, pivot. And I, I, it's actually funny. I heard a great reference. I was listening to a podcast the other day with, uh, um, I think it was. Uh, oh, it was with a Seth. A Seth. I love Seth Godin. I'm obsessed. With Seth. I've always been obsessed with Seth Godin. 
But he said pivoting, people always think pivoting is just changing your direction, change direction, and that's wrong. Pivoting is, it's a basketball term, right? And that's where it comes from, it comes from basketball. And pivoting means you keep one foot in place while you move the other foot and your direction changes, right? So pivoting isn't going from selling toilet paper to opening a restaurant. That's not pivoting. That's forgetting what you did and starting something completely new. That's not pivoting. Pivoting is like, it's like if you, uh, if for, for me, I'll talk for myself, I do, I do leadership development. That's what we do. We focus mostly on youth, right? That's what we do. So 99% of our business until a year ago was youth development, and 95% youth development. I pivoted because I saw something changing in the marketplace. So I yep. kept one foot in the leadership development, but I pivoted to adults, and I created Epic, right? Yep. So I kept one foot in what I knew, which was event planning, which was which was leadership development, which was which was conferences, which was conventions, which was a community building, and I just pivoted to another audience, but I kept my foot on the ground. So one of the things I do well, and I'm working on a new one, as you know, I'm working on a brand new program. We talked about it last week, yep. and uh, it will it will be completely away from youth, 100% away from youth. Um, but I'm going to keep it in the leadership development in the in the uh, event planning circle. That's where my my pivot foot will sit and stick but I'll turn direction into more of a, a broader range, but adult-based leadership development program. So uh, kind of in between what we do and Epic, so it's in between that, um, allowing us to, to expand our market. So I think I do really well is, is keeping my, my pivot foot in place, but, but seeing I need, and that's taken me a long time. We've watched people just keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and it keeps falling and then they, yeah. nothing happens ever. And one piece sticks like, oh my God, this is it. And then that one piece eventually falls off too. So I think one of the things I do well is, I, um, is I, I, I'm able to, to, to change uh, what I'm doing. And, but one thing I do poorly is I become overwhelmed and I reclude, or what's the word? I, I, I go back into a bit of a shell of safety. So that's just an honest statement. So I find, I actually wrote this in my journal, which I write in every single day. Um, I wrote in my journal that one of the things I have to do is when I feel overwhelmed, what I'll do is I'll just sit up from my desk, I'll walk away, and I will throw a YouTube video on and disappear for half an hour in some crap. And so my journal question today was, what are the three things you waste time on? Um, and one of them is that for me. And, I, and that's just how I, I deal with it. I get back on it. I get back in. So I'm, I've, I've gained enough maturity to be able to get back in to the game. Um, but that I, I don't do that well. I get overwhelmed with like, I don't, I try not to read, don't read the news. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I read the news about like what's happening in, in politics in our country with teachers and education and I get overwhelmed. I'm like, fuck this. And I walk away Yeah, and I yeah. watch, uh, some sort of stupid show. So that's what I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You, uh, I mean, yeah, it's how about you? How about you? How about you? I mean, you know, and I, and I really love that. I love that, that whole, the mindset of the, of the pivot. You know, and it's so true because I mean, up until I mean, that's that's really great knowledge right there uh, for our listeners because, you know, so often people think, like you said, is pivoting, is, um, you know, doing something completely different. And I like that you got your foot firmly planted in the leadership, um, you know, realm, and and you're you're going at a different market. I think for myself though, um, what I do well is I'm, I'm I'm good at managing my team. I feel I feel like I have a pretty good understand of uh, understanding of the pulse of my my organization we have a lot of um, placement students and volunteers and I mean um, we do a lot of different uh, different events throughout like 20k sock day and, and move for inclusion and 
I'm pretty good at, at, uh, at managing my team and, and, and getting them to, to do the things that I know that they're capable of and, and going outside their comfort zone a little bit. Where I, I lack um, is I, I do lack, I, I do like, like a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, is I sometimes get overwhelmed and, um, you know, and, and we'll try to fix things right away. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is um, I got to get better at taking a breath, as they say. And that breath might be walking away from the desk and might be putting down the phone and going for a walk or playing with my kids or making a dinner and understanding that not everything needs to be done in due time, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I think that's kind of the, one of the things that I need to focus on. And I surround a lot of myself uh, time with like people like yourself, Stu, as you know, and, and entrepreneurs that you have coming to Epic. You know, I, I'm an avid reader for the Ron Tights and the Todd Hermans and the Jonathan Fields and what they have going on and, and things like that. And I just feel like, you know, I'm learning, but there's still, a, I, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of things that I need to, to, to focus on when it comes to, you know, understanding that, you know, not everything needs to be done yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. you know, get to it in due time. I mean, you have clients and customers and things like that, but it doesn't have to all be rushed to get done. And sometimes when you rush to get things done, um, the, the side effect of that is it doesn't get done right. And what I'm learning for this year for 20K Sock Day is we have this audacious goal of, you know, 50,000 pairs of socks. And I really need to continue to, I think I'm doing a pretty good job at like hopefully motivating my team, but just continue with the process and understand that like, hey, just because you don't send that person an email a month out doesn't mean that it's not going to be pertinent when you do a day or two later, you know, mm-hmm. you could still, but put it the right way and do it the right way. So these are things that, you know, we're kind of working on and, and um, you know, things that, uh, things that I think as entrepreneurs, you have to continue to evolve, right? Well, I think that's a good best message too, a good lesson is Richard Carlson, who wrote Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, yeah, um, great book. wrote a great, one of the things I remember most from that book when I read it so many years ago, Richard, of course, passed away, sadly, um, but uh, is he had said after, in a conversation, instead of responding, take a deep breath, count to three, and then respond. So if you take that analogy or that advice and apply it to your business, instead of reacting, trying to fix, solve, create, whatever quickly, why not look at the situation, look at the conversation, look at the whatever you're going through, take a deep breath, metaphorically, or for real, count to three or wait three days or wait three hours, whatever it is, and then respond. Um, it allows you to put things in perspective in terms of the urgency, the you know the, the how drastic it is, whatever, um, or how important it is, um, I think that's really really important too. I, I really I really like that. I mean, I think that's you know, it, it's funny. Like, um, I think so often as we always think you know we're the world is on fire when something needs to be done, and more often than not, it's not as bad as we think. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it is, but for the most part, like. If we just kind of take a breath, like you said, and, and you know, both metaphorically and literally, um, and and just kind of walk away from the situation, step away from it, and just be like, okay, I'll get to this. It's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. Like, there's always a solution to most problems, mm-hmm. you know, especially with that you're going to face, especially everyday problems that you face as entrepreneurs. So, and most things aren't as bad as you think they are in the moment. Right. That's the thing, right? Like, you know, I or I, is I know, urgent. or is urgent exactly, and I think that's one of the things that. Um, a lot of young entrepreneurs find is like, you know, they're going from one thing to the next and, and older entrepreneurs too, I guess, but they go from one thing to the next and very, very quickly. 
and they're thinking it's so urgent, I got to get back to this email. If if I don't get back to this person right away, I'm going to lose the contract. And that's not always the case. Usually, when they come to you, you know, they're, they they realize like, hey, thanks, you know, thanks for getting back to me in due time. And sometimes if it's a day or two later, you're like, you know, you learn that with time, right? You're like, oh, well, I don't have to get back to a person in milliseconds. Just because they send you an email at 11:30 doesn't mean you have to have a response crafted by 11:31. No, which then comes back full circle to what we talked about at the beginning about the New Year's Day, is we, we put all this weight on doing New Year's Day, January 1st, but why not be ready for it? Why not take that time to really yeah. make sure you're ready for your new year, make sure as a, as a or launch a product or whatever it is you're doing, and then just do it. So for those who have are now 22 days into January, or whenever, 20, probably six, when we listen to this, on the, I'll put this out. If things haven't gone well, it's okay. Hit the reset exactly. button. Hit the reset button. You probably your your goals, your resolutions were probably were probably based on what you want to do. Revisit them and start the next Monday. Start the next whatever February first, whatever it is. But don't be afraid to start your new year whenever because always it's three hundred and sixty five days. Except for this year, it's a leap year. But three sixty five to the next. Exactly. Time that's that it. day you comes start. around. 100%. I 100% agree. Right. Good insight there, man. Absolutely. Right. So, um, you know, and, and let us know how your New Year's going. Feel free to drop us a line. Um, and don't forget that if you want to get this uh, beautiful book from Annie Meehan, um, the Be the Exception book, just uh, drop us a DM uh, with your name and uh, what you like about the show or what you want to see in the show or anything about the show. Um, and we'll draw for it in a couple episodes. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, being part of our community. Uh, Nick, final thoughts? Yeah, just thank you, and and like like you just mentioned, you know, your your New Year starts the day that you decide to start it. Yeah, and same with your product. You launch your product, you launch your service, you launch your event, you launch your whatever it is when you decide it's ready, when you feel good about it, when you feel like you can get your best foot forward. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? It's a uh, everything has a starting day, and you decide when that starting day is. Right. Good insight, my man. All right, man. So until next time, keep being, keep being authentic. authentic. Boom. Peace out, buddy. Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.